0: What's up, listeners? Ted Cluck here, co-host of The Cluck Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about a brand that I absolutely love, a brand that I've been in a relationship with for a long time, and a brand that The Cluckcast Cast is now in a relationship with, and it's the Dwell Bible app. Uh, I've had the Dwell app on my phone for years now. I love it. The way the Dwell Bible app works is that they will read the Bible to you out loud. Any passage, any plan, any voice style, uh, lots of different voices to choose from, lots of different plans to choose from. I love the I'm feeling playlist. Uh, when I get glum, when I get anxious, when I get angry, when I feel guilty, uh, I'll hit up those playlists, collections of passages from the Bible that speak to that thing. Again, it's the Dwell Bible app. And if you go to dwellapp.io cluck, dwellapp.io slash K-L-U-C-K. You can get some special offers only for CluckCast listeners. Uh, You can get 10% off a Dwell yearly subscription or 30% off Dwell Lifetime. Dwell Lifetime gives you lifetime access to the app with a one-time purchase. Uh, So you get all the updates, all the new playlists, all the new voices, um, access to the Bible 24-7, listen to it in the car. I listen to it in the shower. Uh, It's a good way to start my day. Um, Whether you're driving, whether you're showering, working out, uh, the Dwell app is a great way to get some Bible into your life. Visit dwellapp.io slash cluck.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck. The podcast where Ted Kluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it.
0: Ted, what's going on, my man? Not much, baby. Um, great rejoicing in my house. Tristan returned last night from camp, so he's home, dude. He's home. We're loving it, hanging With out, that. watching movies. We watched Tommy Boy last night just to kind of like, you know, gre- grease the wheels for more great movie watching this summer. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're happy. We're doing our first smoke room cigar tonight, so um, oh, it's man, gonna be that's, that's amazing. Gonna be really that's good. Amazing. And dude, I have a. I have a piano update for Maxim. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Please tell me. I located a free piano for him and it's in our house now. Is uh, it really? Yeah. My buddy Lance Markham, shout out Lance. Uh, he came with his trailer yesterday and we trailered it out of this guy's house. It was this yeah. guy in our church who was just getting rid of it. And uh, now it's in our house. It plays great. The sound of piano music was wafting through the home all afternoon yesterday. And, hey, and I, that's I feel. Awesome. I feel delighted about it. So
1: You should feel delighted about it, man. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. It is. Now, is, is Maxim, is he Is he actually taking lessons, or is well, he like, like, what's the, is it just kind of more of a hobby right now?
0: We did the classic kind of bad parent thing early in his life and probably threw him into <laughs> piano lessons too early, and it didn't take, and we were just like, well, there's several hundred dollars in a bucket and lit on fire, and we'll never have that again. So we were kind of, sure. you know, whatever about it, and then... I told you the story. We were I think I did. We were at this Airbnb a couple weeks ago on Lake Michigan and it, and it randomly had a piano in it. And right. I'm walking through the room one morning and I hear him playing the like Jurassic Park theme song perfectly. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, yeah. "So, you you play piano?" <laughs> and he's like, right. "Yeah, I watch some YouTube's." So he's super into it now. He's like learning these songs by himself on YouTube and playing them and uh it's a blast dude that's awesome I'm super excited for him yeah I'm
1: so happy for him dude I love it I love it when when kids kind of find when when they kind of find their thing right and 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 it doesn't have to go this way but I think it's extra cool sometimes too when it's like separate from the parents oh 100% you, you know you see you see so often parents kind of and I'm not at all saying you and KK do this. I'm just saying I saw kids growing up whose yeah. parents did this, where they kind of, they kind of forced their kids to like what they liked. No, I totally did it. You know, what I, I'm I tried to do always, that
0: with Tris. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it always made me sad, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm just like, you know, maybe he doesn't like that. You know, exactly. maybe maybe he's not into you know your. Your your Tuesday night bowling league. You know, maybe <laughs> exactly. He wants, maybe know he it. wants to do something else. I know it, dude. You know, so true. Um, and but that's but awesome. yet we all do
0: it, and you'll you'll oh, have yeah. to fight the impulse to do it when you're a parent. And um, it is awesome. It's fun to see them just get delighted by whatever it is that that they decide is cool. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we're we're pretty stoked about that. Enjoying so having good. Tris back, getting some good barrical stories in, which we'll get into here on the air. And uh, that's right. We'll see where it goes.
1: Well, Ted, uh, I, I wanted to let you know, man. I don't know if you know, you probably do, but but being being here in America has its perks, mm-hmm. right? And one <laughs> of those perks is <laughs> well said. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? Hey, George Washington could not have said it better. Patriotic guys but here on the program. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's in the Bill of Rights somewhere. Yeah, you know, yeah. America has its perks. Um, one of those perks is that literally every day in this country is a national day of something. That's right. All right. So, today, August 8th, I, I I want to wish you and our listeners a very happy National Sneak Some Zucchini into Your Neighbor's Porch Day. What? I'm not even kidding.
0: <laughs> what's the what's the story behind this? Uh, d- you're,
1: dude, your your guess is as good as mine. But but So are, you're supposed are... to
0: like leave zucchini on your neighbor's porch? That's that's today. That's today,
1: yeah, 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 and it's also it's also National Dollar Day, which I didn't know. Huh. Um, national Frozen Custard Day.
0: Oh, great! There man. is that,
1: but but look, so if you go onto it, it's the it's the National Day Calendar, yeah, uh, every day is something is something different.
0: Dude, where are you at on frozen custard? Let's do some fat guy talk here. Oh, it's and so then fair. I've got a zucchini question for you
1: yeah (laughs) so i'm all in on frozen custard yeah and then uh uh, i'm i'm waiting in in in, with bated breath your zucchini question
0: (laughs) yeah i was i I love frozen custard too just for the record yes did you catch like any of the frozen yogurt boom in the 90s
1: yeah so it hit where i lived like later okay gotcha. right so yeah. so i did yes and then and then like i have i have very fond memories of of going to a frozen custard parlor and just like loading your bowl up with as yeah. much stuff as you can get in there right because it's supposed to be the healthier option yeah but then i would take that as a challenge you and put see like that, 14
0: different candy bars on it and, well exactly yeah, it's like
1: yeah. oh it's healthier so i so i can do this and you, you get up there and saying?
0: they put it on the scale and it weighs like 22 pounds and it costs <laughs> yeah. like Ninety four dollars. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not gaming the system with this. Yeah, maybe I'm the sucker here. You know, maybe
1: healthier isn't cheaper at the end of the day. Yeah. So no, no, no. Yeah, the 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 whole frozen yogurt. Honestly, I don't understand. Like, I know people dig it, but just eat ice cream yeah like honestly yeah. it's just it's frozen yogurt is just sad ice cream that's all yeah. it is no i'm, I'm kind of with
0: you on that but zucchini wise <laughs> yes what's your experience with zucchini do you have any <laughs> so, any like history with it as so a- i actually do believe okay. it or not yeah okay.
1: so so and i've got i've got quite the uh yeah i've got quite quite the history with zucchini fascinating so, so growing up mm-hmm. in eastern washington right um we always, I mean, everyone around us is you know farmland and stuff like that, right? Sure. And zucchini is one of the easiest thing that, that that grows, right? Yeah. So you would always, everyone, every farmer would always have a surplus of zucchini. Okay. Right. So you'd be getting zucchini in everything. Mm. So zucchini muffins, zucchini cakes. It just it drove me up a wall. I hated it. Right. Sick so of I zucchini. hate I I it was sick of zucchini. But what would happen is, okay, if you're in greater populated areas, mm-hmm. you have to make sure to lock your door otherwise people are going to take stuff out of it yeah right where i grew up you got to make sure you lock your door because otherwise people are going to put zucchini in there <laughs> really yeah so this is a thing so we, we just we get to our car there'd be a box of zucchini like free zucchini Here that's you go. insane and the, there's always it's never the small ones yeah it's the, just the massive just So, you grew up with this. This was part of your DNA growing up, the free zucchini thing. I hate zucchini so much. Oh, that's fascinating.
0: Yeah. So, my only experience with it has been via like the hipster food community, where you now from time to time you'll see it popping up in certain recipes Mm. and um, you'll see it as like a spaghetti substitute at times, which is. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, that's World. that's nobody's favorite. Yeah. And then I feel like KK has one thing she makes with zucchini as like the base. And I kind of dig it. I want to say it's sort of a Mexican bowl of like, instead of using rice as a base, you can use like this kind of shredded zucchini base oh, and then okay. load it up sure. with all the usual like burrito bowl stuff. And it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Is, is is zucchini like the frozen yogurt of the vegetable world it could be you I just mean just it load could be. a bunch of stuff it's on a, it a way to, to get vegetables
0: palatable. into your life while yeah. masking the flavor with a whole bunch of things that are actually good right um, so it could be a vehicle it could be a conduit to, yeah. to other good flavors and it, if that's the case then I don't hate it but I can understand you're hating it based on how you grew up
1: Yeah. Have you ever left zucchini on one of your neighbor's porches?
0: Never. It would never occur to me to do that. It would never occur to you. Yeah. I just don't have a surplus of zucchini in my life. Like, I don't know where it would come from even.
1: I feel like like you're missing out. I feel like everyone needs to experience having a surplus of zucchini in their life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you you see it on your porch, and you're like, oh, how nice! And then you're like, what am I going to do with this? Now I just have to get rid of it, right? You, know what you I have mean? to peel it. You have to yeah. think
1: up like you know one of the three ways you can cook zucchini. And you know
0: your family's going to be disappointed when they see it on the dinner table, oh, but you got to go with it anyway.
1: Okay, what infuriated me about it is that mm-hmm. my folk they. They tried to sneak zucchini into things, and this is why I have trust issues. Because they'd Mm. make these chocolate muffins, Mm. and I'd be like, "Oh, this is amazing! Chocolate muffins. This looks so good." You'd break it open, and you'd see the little, the little, the little zucchini, the little, yes, the little strands. Yeah, and I'm like, "You're just trying to get me to eat zucchini."
0: Dirty trick yeah I dirty tricks mom and dad so much yeah 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 I and that scarred me dude no that's hard yeah, yeah I zucchini can, scarred me it you've really got did. some you've got some wounds from childhood and I do. um I do you're yeah. the victim here it's yeah. hard for you and and you we need to raise awareness of this conversation yeah you know?
1: yeah yeah in counseling the the doctor brings out the, the zucchini and points to okay now where did where did the zucchini hurt you and then you right? you you, you to, kind of collapse I, I, onto
0: the chaise lounge and he's like I keep do. digging you keep know, digging. keep to Josh. This is yep. good. Yeah, this is this good. Is good. Yeah. Get all the zucchini out, Josh. Exactly. Get it all out. <laughs> exactly. Oh man.
1: Hey, everyone's everyone's got a zucchini in their life. Absolutely. All right, Ted. You got some bear call stories because you you just uh, you you were you were on the speaking circuit. Oh. And by speaking circuit, I meant mean you went through the apparently the entire book of First John. I did. Uh, Ambitious. In, I tried in, to in, in one week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've got some Barracal stories. You've got, you've got some sermon questions. Let's just, yeah. let's just get into this. This is going to be real talk, man. Get all the zucchini out, Ted. I want yeah. all the zucchini.
0: So I'm going to, I'm going to promote Camp Barracal first. It's it. B-A-R-A-K-E-L, uh lovely camp in Northern Michigan on the, the kind of Lake Huron, the East side of the state, Northeast side, right on the Huron National Forest, gorgeous place, lovely people. Um, it's become our de facto cottage. Um, Part of Michigan culture was to, like, have a cottage that you went to up north, and KK's family used to have that, and then some stuff happened, and uh, Barakal really stood in for the cottage. It's become our our lovely respite place to be in the summer. An interesting rhythm of Barakal, Josh, is, like, I'm not a guy who does well with just a yawning expanse of rest time in front of me. So, like... Mm. If I'm just on vacation and I wake up and there's just a huge expanse of day to fill, it almost feels stressful. But Baracal's perfect because I speak in the morning, I speak at night, and then in the middle we have free time to like go for walks and enjoy the lake. And we have meals prepared for us. And these aren't gourmet meals because it's camp food. But uh, sure. for camp food, they do an amazing job with it. My buddy Dave Myron, shout out Dave. Uh, is the chef there at He does an amazing job. But I think the restful part of it is it's somebody else like preparing and cleaning up the food for you. So mm. it feels really relaxing just to be there and just to know that like we don't have any kitchen to clean. Uh, our free time is actually free. We can read, we can walk, we can enjoy nature, do the whole thing. Was uh, there
1: zucchini on the menu at all?
0: No zucchini, but they do all have right. this. They yeah. have an elite salad bar, dude. Oh, for see, a camp? I like a good salad bar. Oh, I love a good salad bar, and their salad bar is unbelievably high end for a like a random kids' Bible camp. Like, dude, there were chickpeas on it, two different kinds of olives, see, okay, a bunch of pro- interesting cheeses.
1: Oh, see, okay. Look, the problem with salad bars, yeah. is that I treat salad bars the same way I f- treat frozen yogurt.
0: Yeah, you're piling be- it all oh, on there.
1: Oh, dude, because it's salad, and
0: that salad that started out so healthy actually becomes like a. 5000 calories yeah, like experience. because like all
1: the meat, cheese and croutons I'm putting on that sucker and then I'm drenching it in the ranch. Dude, Dave puts like
0: little chunks of salami on the salad bar. Dave, why do you got to
1: be so extra?
0: Dave is a guy after our At own You would love Dave. But uh anyway, it sounds like the fat guy's dream, man. It's a relaxing time. It's really fun. Um I love and I did speak all the way through first John I didn't do I didn't do every verse, but we went kind of chronologically through the book, and I had like ten talks. So yeah. it's not like I tried to do it in three talks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah.
1: Now, now, question on your talks, okay? Yeah. Because I'm I I I'm kind of a pulpit thug, right? Yeah. So like I go around preaching for pastors and churches that you know either need a break or yeah. need a pulpit fill or something. It's just it's it's just kind of what I do. So yeah. if your church needs if your church needs a uh, you know if you if you need a guy to come on in, I'll come in and preach for you. Little anyway. promo. Little promo, yeah. Josh's pulpit thuggery mm-hmm. uh, website pending. Um, now, when you're doing your talks, Ted, are you the kind of guy because you you know you have ten talks, you know what you're preaching on? Yeah. Are you getting all of your talks done before you go to camp, or are you getting some of them done and then using some of your time at camp to prep the
0: rest of the talks? Dude, they're way they're done way before. So usually, way before. I the way the academic calendar works, I've got a little break in January. So okay. typically I'll write like the bulk of the talks in January. Yeah. And then I'll I'll kind of forget about them for the spring. And then the weeks leading up to camp in the summer, I'll do some fine-tuning, some refinement. And then at camp, invariably what happens is I'll have my like binder full of talks and then I'll make a whole bunch of more notes on them and, and kind of like modify them on the fly. But here's my question. Okay. I've realized, having done this for six or seven years or so, whatever it's been. And having done, I don't know, public speaking of some form or fashion for the better part of 20 years, I've become a better preacher, I think, but a worse speaker. Um, Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, in the early years of doing this, especially at Barakal, I was just kind of shooting from the hip, kind of winging it a little bit, kind of being the Uh, fun-loving party uh, guy, a lot of ha-has, a lot of stories, and the kids loved it, right? Yeah. But as I've grown in my appreciation for like expositional preaching and good research and and like wanting to really like do justice to the text. Yeah. I think I've gotten better at doing that thing, but I maybe have gotten worse at connecting with the kids. Mm-hmm. And it's sure. it's one of these kind of like catch 22s that I'm in that I have to figure out how to navigate it so that I keep being effective up there, you know what I mean. I want to. I want to be effective. I don't want to lose my audience. So I think I've become a better preacher, but a worse speaker. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, I. I think I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think. Um. I think there's a huge element of you wanting. Wanting to connect with your audience is not a bad thing. In fact, yeah. it's a good thing, especially when you're preaching. Right, right. You yeah. want to make sure that if you know if you're a full time pastor, you want to make sure that what you're preaching it's it's definitely faithful to the text, but yeah. but, but you keep in mind also the the needs of the congregation that you're speaking to yeah. right and, and yeah. you let the text speak to those needs the way that the text does right right um so i think a lot a lot of the trap a lot of guys fall into whether they're in church or or doing you know kind of one-offs like you is they wherever text they are they try to they try to infuse their own their own application to it yeah. Yeah. and it ends up being something that the text isn't talking about right, right? so you have to be very careful to like you said to do justice to the text, and what that means is just let the text speak for itself. Right? Yeah, and if you're know, yeah. talking about one thing versus another, that that's just that's just what what the text is doing, right? But in yeah. terms of like in terms of like connecting with the kids, I think I think you have, especially in that setting, a, an advantage in that the kids get to interact with more than just camp speaker Ted.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so, so your entire interaction with the kids is not simply on, you know, morning and evening chapel. Right. Right. So they get to see and interact with, with Fun Ted. Right. Yeah. And they, they get to see, like, oh, he's a fun loving guy. He likes to have fun. He likes to laugh. He likes to joke around. Right. And then when you get behind the, you know, the, the, the pulpit or the mm-hmm. music stand or whatever they have for you, mm-hmm. um, the tone changes, right? And mm-hmm. I think it changes out of necessity, and I think it's a good thing, right? And yeah. it is not, it's not that you're trying to go up there and be boring. No, right? right. But you're showing, I think, in your prep, in the way that you have approached it, and then in how you deliver it, you're showing the importance that I think a lot of a lot of reform dudes just get wrong, is that we can, at the same time, take ourselves like not seriously at all. Yeah. But we take the word of God very seriously. Yeah. And I think seeing that distinction, especially mm-hmm. for kids, I think is really healthy and really good. Yeah. So you might not be up there cracking a bunch of jokes yeah. and, 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 you know, have have the room in stitches when you're talking. Mm-hmm. But you're showing that distinction, you're doing justice to the text, and I think it's actually more valuable because then after the talk, you get to continue those relationships with those kids yeah. in a way that is fun and in a way that that is approachable. Definitely. I think it actually makes them, makes those conversations about the text probably be able to happen a little bit more naturally.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And and historically, that has been, by God's grace, what has happened. Now, yeah. I've observed a little change in, in that realm, too, and I want to run this by you. I don't know how much like ministry you do to high school students or college students, even. But um, but used
1: to be a high school and college pastor.
0: There you go. So maybe yeah. this resonates. Um, and this is going to be a bit of a theory to unpack. But I want to start in the 80s and 90s. All right. And nice start in the 80s and 90s. I'm in grade school, high school, early college. I'm a teenager, and I'm watching. These 24 minute sitcoms that are all based on dialogue, right? Mm. So you watch this 24 minute show, and by the end of it, somebody's resolving something, but they're resolving it through dialogue, right? And those shows are all built on people talking to each other, whether it's, um, you know, family ties or The Cosby Show or Cheers or Night Court or whatever, friends, even. Like, they're yeah. they're chopping it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, conversating. Right. Sure. Fast forward to 2022. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm in high school in 2022. I don't watch shows. No. Uh, I watch TikToks. I watch YouTubes of people monologuing. I think we've talked about this theory before. Mm-hmm. So what I'm seeing, Josh Loftus, is that high school kids and even college kids that we get at Union, they're very comfortable monologuing right? You give them a topic, especially kids from the homeschool community, they've all done the, like, STOA, talk debate circuit. Like, you give right. them a little...
1: Homer's Iliad.
0: Yeah, give them a little podium yeah. and throw a topic at them. They can, they can monologue you into the ground on it. But, like, right. conversation is tough, dude. And so, yeah. like, the knee-jerk kind of old guy take on this has been, oh, it's the phones. They just spend so much time looking at their phones, they can't conversate. But I actually think... It's more a function of what they're looking at. Like, I was wildly introverted as a kid, so it's not like I was getting all these reps in actually conversating with people, but I was watching people conversate. You know what I mean? I was watching shows where, you know, Sam Malone's talking to Diane and he's being charming, so now I know what that looks like. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. Um sure. Whereas as now, I think they're, they're just watching entirely different things. They're not watching people conversate, they're watching people monologue. So even the idea of sitting down after a chapel talk and talking about life like that whole paradigm has changed.
1: Yeah, no no, I think it has. Yeah, I think I think you see differences in communication with each with each generation, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think I <laughs> And every generation complains about the generation that's under them, right? Mm. It's like, oh, oh, they just they just don't pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. They, they don't con- talk as well as we did. Yeah. They, well, I mean, you had your nose in a newspaper through three hours and didn't didn't talk to me. So, yeah, I mean, right. What uh, mine's phone, yours a newspaper? why is yours better? Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, it's right? just different. It, mm-hmm. It's it's just different, right? And I think I think I think you're right. I think we do see kids. Now, just kind of becoming products of the culture that they grew up in, just like you and I were. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 I think every generation has their pluses and minuses, and yeah, you know, will be will be more apt and more skilled in some things than the generations under us, and they'll be more apt and skilled in ways that we're not. Right. Yeah. And I I think it's not all necessarily good and bad. It's just different. Yeah. But but I do think that there is something to now. uh, Yeah. So all that being said, I do think there is something. To standards of communication needing to be upheld. Yeah. And that, and that this is the way that humans have interacted with each other since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and I need to be able to sit down with you and have a conversation. Because here's what, yeah. I'm not going to share, like I'm not going to upload my, my thoughts uh, on, on the text or sharing the gospel with you through TikTok and then just show you my screen right yeah. like like i need to be able to talk to you yeah right and 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 i do think that that is something that if m- they might not come as naturally to generations under us but i don't think that means we should stop trying yeah you know because c- you know, again like i don't like the alternative yeah you know because the alternative is we just don't talk
0: i know man you know? yeah you know
1: which is hard
0: it is hard and i'm i'm trying to think of this in a a new Te- a new testament context so, like, Paul had letters, yeah, and he communicated to the church through letters, and sometimes he was there, and sometimes he wasn't. Um, but when he was there, he was talking. Um, so, yeah, conversation seems, to some degree, baked into body life for us, right? Yeah. And it's hard to imagine what life in the body of Christ would look like without it. Um but, I mean, there were other means of conveyance of the message even back then. Yeah, um, for sure. But, yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> the equivalent of Paul's letter to the Romans coming out on, like, TikTok, you know? Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> and partly because letters, even back then, had gravitas, and TikTok doesn't. TikTok is banal, right? Sure. Or at sure. least I think of it as banal, sure, you know? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's an interesting thing to think about, though. And it's, it's interesting how even in 15 years of college teaching, I've seen this change happen. You know what I mean? And now when I encounter a kid who's good at conversation, I'm just blown away by it. And I really enjoy those students, right? Sure. I really enjoy sure. the ones who can talk and listen and kind of... You know, riff and change directions and do the things in conversation that we find to be valuable. But they're the outliers now. You know what I mean? They're the exception that proves the rule.
1: Well, I think it's. I think it just proves that. I mean, good good conversation, being able to hold a conversation, it is a skill that has to be learned, right? Mm-hmm. And I think some people do come by it more naturally than others, just mm-hmm. like athletics or mm-hmm. you know, you know, computers or something like that. Yeah. But being good at conversation, being able to give and take, being able to listen, ask good questions, it's something that's learned. It's something that's developed. Yeah. Right, and if it's not being taught, and if mm-hmm. it's not being required. Yeah. Of generations, then yeah, it's not going to be a skill. It's not going to be a muscle that's worked out. Yeah, right. So you have a bunch of kids who are now you know very tech savvy, very, yeah. You know, able to able to probably you know read certain types of language better than us. But in terms sure. of kind of maybe the old the old the old fashioned, like maybe like it's like. It's like reading binary code, right, yeah, it's, right. Like, it's like like the old ways of communication, right yeah uh, they're not going to be as skilled because it's not it's not as needed. yeah, you know what I'm saying so and yeah. I think that's just the I think that's just the culture change that you see mm-hmm. in that just how people communicate changes right yeah and it's, and it's it's an interesting and I have to be careful not to get grumpy about it because I think I could yeah you know but uh, the way that I communicate is different than my folks. Yeah, that's right, right. The way, the way mm-hmm. they communicated Was different than their folks You know yeah. and, it, and I think there is Part of it Where it's just That's just how culture works Yeah um, And And yeah and, and I think I think I think the, the challenge is Not sacrificing truth Yeah And not sacrificing The essentials of scripture That we are called to do As Christians Just because it might be Harder to communicate
0: Yeah you know No, 100% Yeah, 100% yeah. I think though it's why in that generation too you're seeing the dating thing be much more difficult in the yeah, sense that like sure. you know the guys are really comfortable with Snapchat. Yeah. And Well
1: we call it courting where I grew up, Ted. So Well yeah, that's it's right, sick. man. Yeah. <laughs> Go on a date
0: with me and my eleven siblings and we'll uh, yeah. we'll see how it works out. You know, yeah, mom yeah, and hey, dad'll if be if along. If you're team. lucky, I'll yeah, send yeah. you home with a box of zucchini. Yeah, exactly. Dude you get that <laughs> zucchini at the end of the date. That's uh what is it? What is the? <laughs> what does <is> that communicate? <laughs> uh Craig, gotta cut that out. But <laughs> yeah, but so they're so comfortable with Snapchat, and you know, girls, especially Christian girls, are so eager to be married. But there's a whole bunch of steps in between Snapchat and like going shopping for a wedding dress that have to happen, and right. I, I just think there's. There's a lot of disconnect there, a lot of frustration there um, in general. And it's it's interesting at this camp, like with the summer staff, like in decades past, they used to have a whole bunch of rules in place, basically like don't spend the whole summer flirting with each other and dating. And now yeah, good it's luck like... with that. Yeah, now it's like... They almost have to encourage them to talk to each other, you know, (laughs) and it's like, what happened? That's that's different. That's weird. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It is weird. I mean, I mean, I met my wife at a Bible camp.
0: Yeah, dude, you know camp is saying? number, like, that's number two on the Christian erotic pyramid really for me. It really
1: is, dude,
0: yeah, that and Bible college. Dude. We've talked it's, about it's the like, Christian erotic pyramid on here, haven't we? I,
1: I feel like you've mentioned it before. So number one, top. I think we literally have an episode entitled The Erotic Pyramid.
0: Yeah, number one top tier is uh, Missions Trip. And oh, then dude, Christian camp big. is number two. And then Christian okay. college, number three. Okay. Um, and then on, on down, other Christian, Erotic scenarios. So So you'd uh, put
1: you'd put you'd put camp over Bible college.
0: I would. Yeah, camp is more. Why is that? Because they have more
1: time. They have more time at Bible
0: college. They do, but that's that's. See, I'm going the other way on it. Camp is more concentrated, right? Uh,
1: Okay. You're just dropped
0: in there for like Like
1: you know. I'm only here for. I'm only here for
0: yeah for three months. If you're a counselor for a week. If you're a camper. And it's like, man, I gotta, I gotta accelerate this thing. I gotta make the magic happen in like a short period of time. And it's, yeah. it's different too because like all the kids are new. You know what I mean? There's a yeah. newness. Like I've never seen this girl before. That's you right. know, and she's, she's a counselor. I'm a counselor. We're in these intense, like high leverage situations together. We're all sleep yeah. deprived. Whereas yeah. college, like everybody does, college a little bit differently. So it's a, it's a little different, like. College is like smoking a cigar. Um, Camp is like ripping a cigarette real quick out behind a building. You know, like it just burns faster. The whole experience is faster. It's more furtive. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's it's more purposeful. It's more for yeah, like.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, so I think camp is more erotic. You think Christian college is more erotic? Talk about that.
1: I don't, man. I don't know. Like, I I completely understand your premise yeah. because and, and 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 I I Thank think you, I, by the way, yeah. I think, oh, of course. It's very I, serious
0: research we're doing. I understand.
1: Yeah. I hear you. You yeah. have been heard, Ted. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, and you know, I I think I do agree with it. Just because I, my wife and I have talked about that before, is that it is such a It was such a concentrated dose of interaction that it was literally like speed dating.
0: Yeah, that's right. You know, because Mm -hmm.
1: you're 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 with each other, you know, eight hours a day. Yeah, that's right. All of the conversations and the scenarios that would normally take you months to go through, you have in like a week.
0: Yeah, you're seeing her in the morning, like around the campfire before she's put on makeup. You're seeing them in like vulnerable, like different situations. You know, that's right. Whereas college, they can still really curate their personas if they want to.
1: You can. You you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just make sure to have those classes a little later in the day, you know, and it gives you, you know, gives you time to, to, you know, make sure that, you know, you've worked out and everything's popping, right? Dude, were you,
0: were you like a flirt in the classroom guy in college? Not
1: in the, yeah, in the, yeah, I mean, I like to think I wasn't, but... I thought I was hot stuff in college. Really, I, I really did. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dude, <laughs> let's go. I'll, man. I'll have to send. You, I'll have to send you some pics. Oh, do it. Um, send me some pics. I, 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 I be, will. I'll, yeah. I'll. I'll have to dig up my senior photos. Okay. Uh, wow. And send them and send them over to you. That's not gay at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But but I was the I was the uh, I was th- the dark jeans. White t shirt with the black leather vest. Whoa. the vest? Oh, dude, the black what? leather vest jacket. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I I uh let's just say, let's just say and, and I say this in all humility. Yeah. I'm not saying this Yeah, no no. Senior New Year of High School, I had I had uh more girls calling my house than I was calling theirs. Let's just let's, wow. just, put it, let's wow, just put it there. Wow, dude. That's a
0: that's not even a subtle flex. <laughs> that's just a <laughs> That's a very overt, like scads of girls, mountains of girls were calling my house. Mountains. Yeah, like the 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 phone was like ringing off the hook. Literally, it was like a, it was like the New York Stock Exchange in your house. You know, this one's ringing. It was like the Jerry Lewis telephone. I'm buying. I'm buying. There's like 14 telephones are all ringing. <laughs> um, I got all
1: my secretaries.
0: Oh my goodness! He's like,
1: hey, 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 hold my calls. I'm in buy sell you. buy sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That's,
0: that's yeah. incredible, dude. So it, uh, it was a thing where you're wearing that little black vest over the white T-shirt, and the girls are just like, I, I need that in my life. I need the black vest. I need the jeans. I need what this guy's bringing to the table.
1: Yeah, it's here's the thing, man. It's like it's a it's it's a really weird thing, and that uh-huh. I think I was I genuinely had a good personality yeah like like I think I was really good at like putting people at ease, making them feel heard, making them feel yeah. you know you know can like see like that. i and, and and I don't think I've lost that like i mm-hmm. think i think i think i i genuinely mm-hmm. if I'm interacting with somebody like I like to think that probably nine times out of ten it's a good experience you know what yeah. I'm saying, yeah, but you combine that combine that which I think is a good thing, yeah but you combine that with i would say mediocre to to okay looks. Yeah. Uh at least back then. Service uh and yeah. then a massive ego. Oh yeah. Right? Who who just like it was a game. Oh. It was a, like, sure. like if I if I could if I could get the looks, mm. if I could get the side glance, like mm. I won. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and, and it's just and and again, this is all horrible. Like this is just yeah, oh, completely sure. yeah. deprived, depraved mind. But
0: even though but I'm delighted yeah. by the stories, and you're delighted <laughs> yes, by telling oh, them, it's even all. I'm, I'm loving, yeah. despite this in everything my mind, about our demeanor hey, right hey, now, here this is horrible. Yeah, I want to say
1: that this was the best time of my life, and it was awful.
0: Yeah, I want to <laughs> reminisce about it as though it was the best time of my life, but then add the quick caveat that it was awful. I love that energy, dude. Like, <laughs> can we keep? <laughs> Dude, that energy to me is one of the best things. That's the and, best and and yet one of also the most confusing things. Cause I remember like <laughs> being an audience member at like you know, kind of garbage high school camps of my yes. own when I was a kid. Yes. And like you would you would get the Christian speaker who was like Oh, I just slept
1: with so many women. Yeah, this guy me, played third base for the
0: Minnesota <laughs> yeah. twins in the nineteen eighties and he's like, I slept with so many women it was like I forgot their names, you know, and, and don't be like me. Well, yeah. But also, let me, me tell you more about me. <laughs> yeah, you could tell how delighted he is just telling these stories, story uh, after story. And then, and then at the very end, he's like, "Yeah, but it was really bad." But, you but,
1: know? yeah, no, 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 no. But, but yeah. really, 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 guys, hear me out.
0: It yeah, don't bad. don't <laughs> hear me saying that this was a good thing, even though I've just like reveled in the stories for the last twenty minutes. <laughs>
1: twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and in fact, I remember leaving those talks going, not like. Christ was magnified or the gospel was magnified. My my prevailing attitude upon leaving those talks was like, I have to become a professional athlete. Like,
1: I have to. Because I, can you imagine having this testimony for Jesus? <laughs> can but you I imagine? Have to, like, I have to live some before I can have the testimony. Exactly.
0: Though, <laughs> exactly. No, that energy is so funny, dude. Oh, dude. Um, it, it's so stupid because I just feel like. you're know, <sighs> So you weren't a flirt in the classroom guy. You were just wearing the vest though. And like. The vest kind did the work for you.
1: It, it did. It did the work for me. I didn't have to go out of my way. Let's just yeah. say that I didn't. I didn't have to go out of my way, and and Solid. it was and, and and that just stroked the ego even more. Yeah. Uh, and I was I was a horrible person, dude. Especially when I first got. I can't believe my wife married me. And honestly, I'm sure you can you can you can relate. Mm-hmm. But it's like you, you think back to when you first got married, and you're like, what did you see in me? Yeah, like I was such a just—I was a jerk. I was well, arrogant. I was just yeah. like, man, it was just bad.
0: I know there was a character component, or there were like little crackles of character that came through in my persona that that my yeah. wife, like bless her heart, she likes talking about them, and she could see things in me that I think other people couldn't see. But I, I think, yeah. and and likewise for her. But I think for us, it was largely physical. I mean, I hate to say that, but like we were. You know, we we didn't think we were hot then, but we look at pictures of ourselves now from back then and we're like, oh, my gosh, dude, those are really attractive people, you know, and almost in a clinical way, almost in a like all the ingredients were there. How did we not see it? You know, sure. Um, And maybe it was God's grace.
1: This a little bit more.
0: Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, like you did, apparently. <laughs> um,
1: but maybe, Well here's the thing. You, you gotta remember <laughs> You gotta remember the pool that I was swimming in. Mm. This is Tenasket, Washington. Hey, I had all my teeth,
0: therefore I was hot. <laughs> I've heard about that town, you know. Fashion week in Tenasket is uh that's a whole thing. You can't can't go anywhere without hearing about it. But, oh um, my goodness. No, uh, it's great. I'll I'll need to see some leather vest pictures, and I can I can do my own assessments over here. I'll
1: so, I'll have to I'll have to dig it up. Yeah, yeah. I, when my senior pictures went out, I had I had multiple. I'm not saying one or two. Multiple yeah. people. You're like, so is it like you going for James Dean or or what? Like like what's yeah. what what's the deal here? And, James
0: Dean, dude. That's a that's a pantheon <sighs> level dude in terms of looks. Dude, you know? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can find the pics, and I'll 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 send them to you. And then maybe maybe I'll I'll subject myself to the general public and we can Ooh. play hot or not. We can play Ooh. hot or not. <laughs> Ooh. I like that. That's a Little good that's dangerous. a good plan. Yeah, that's right. a
0: dangerous plan, but I like it. That's <laughs> it's dangerous. We're entertainers, you know. <laughs> yes, we are. No Ted, no part of our lives is off limits. Yeah, go ahead. You're gonna not. do a cluck or suck.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we have entertained, we have spoken, and I yeah. think it's probably about time that we uh that, I think we, so. that that we wrap it up. I think so. So Ted, I want to uh, throw this over to you before uh before we leave let me pull Mm -hmm. up my list here because i caught me uh, caught me here we go all right ted clucker suck massage chairs Mm. i feel have we talked about this one
0: have have we i think we have because i wrote it down and i feel like we have a a mutual friend who's a huge mall massage chair yeah we do yeah yeah give me another one dude
1: Okay, uh, cluck or suck. Okay, so uh, we're actually gonna go. We're actually gonna go in topic then. Okay, cluck or suck. Camp relationships.
0: Oh, cluck. Yeah. Oh, you're all for them. Sure, it's fun, dude. And oh, it and it's man. it's a chance to get some reps in. You know, it's a it's a <laughs> chance reps. to like because what this generation needs more than anything, like they get to they get to age twenty two and they got no reps. You know, mm, and it's like, mm. what's your relationship history? Like, oh, I snapchatted with a girl for a week and a half back in twenty nineteen. You know, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's it. So, camp is a it's a way to get some reps in. It's a way to get some talking in. Maybe do a little letter writing after camp. Um, I'm pro camp relationships. That's why it's number two on the Christian erotic pyramid. It's a nice time.
1: There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. Camp relationships clock. That's right. We I mean, thank you guys for listening. You know what you can do? You can hand it on over to all the socials, and we are there at CluckCast. You might see some. Uh, you might see some senior picks. I'll see if I can get Ted to maybe send me some of his. You know, Ooh, what? call your mom. Dude, call your mom. yeah, I'll have to
0: call memes. Yeah, uh, some... yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, call. I'll have to call mine too because I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I'd look for that. But yeah, maybe maybe we'll play a little hot or not. Love it. Little little hot or not. Uh, maybe maybe next step, uh, if we can find the picks. Um, if you guys enjoy music, <clears throat> if you enjoy good music. You can head on over to the Cluck soundtrack on Spotify and Apple. If you guys need MC services, you're looking for a couple of guys who know their way around a microphone <laughs> to get to to to, to no. run to run your. Don't no. No. Let no. This. no Let me finish this.
0: Yeah, I no go ahead. Yeah, down Teddy <laughs> uh,
1: to uh, you know to help help you guys out with your event, whatever whatever it may be. Give us a call. We would love to come be the MCs for your event. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Cluck. We will catch you on the next one. Later.